We're going to do this with live? Sure. Let's do it. Rock it out. We'll do it live. Welcome to My Got It Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I review Georgia's 56-7 domination of Charleston Southern. As always, remember to check out store.mygotapodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at My Got a Podcast. Finally, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, five stars obviously, and review the show. If you leave us a review, you just might hear it on an upcoming episode. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. All right. So that game, I would say, went about exactly how we thought it would. <laughs> um, we did hit the under on 0.5. My God, a podcast, podcasters attending. Uh, neither of us made it. Um, and I know, I don't know about you, but like for me, I was like, I actually posted on Twitter because like right before the game was supposed to start, it still wasn't up. Like it was saying, this event has not started. And I was a little <laughs> nervous about ESPN, like someone like flipping a switch in a room, you know, to, <laughs> so we could have the beat. Right. <laughs> it was fine, but it was funny because I was like on that screen, like waiting for it to just start. And I had to like back out and then go back in and, and then everything was fine. Um, at any rate, yeah. it, it was there on time. So that was good. I had I had a similar experience because, uh, you know, we we were on soccer tournament schedule, right? So after the after the morning game, we were like high. T- I had in my head that I was going to go over to Nofo Brewing Company, um, uh, Rain Tea Dog, Andy Coleman, and I were talking about getting together because he lives literally like right down the street from the brewery and from where we were playing the soccer game. And um, so I was going to meet up with him, and so I got there. And I, they were like scrambling, just like you were. They were like, oh, "We don't know what's going on, why it's not working." But <laughs> I had the same thing, and and they ended up they ended up not even having sound because it was a streaming thing that was plugged into one of their streaming devices, and <laughs> they never even imagined that they would ever need to pull sound from a streaming device for a major, you know, college game. So right, oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I was actually going to say, uh, we could actually start with, uh, you know, some props to Andy because he had the, the question on like, uh, wanting to see the Jordan Davis refrigerator Perry style goal line play die play. And we both were like, nah, not going to happen. Like no way. And <laughs> even got into the like, well, but he lines up at a tight end. And like, we did not have the foresight to think about a motion shift. <laughs> Emotion shift from <laughs> shift, to, shift, yeah. uh, to shift uh Jordan Davis into the backfield. Uh the funny thing is too, like with it being streaming and it being so delayed, like I actually I had a feeling it was coming or I knew something was coming because I was getting I got a text. Um so actually like you know, we didn't go to the game, but um uh our buddy Patrick actually used he actually used our t- he sat in our seats, his his family went. And they sat in our seats, uh, Patrick and Megan and their girls. And um, so I got a text from Patrick that was just like, wow, like, like all caps. And I was like, what? Something's about to happen. Because <laughs> he's like in the future, <laughs> you know, for, for my delayed stream. So I knew something was going to happen. <laughs> um, but then like the fact that, you know, he didn't make it. And then we just did it again. <laughs> and it worked. That was, uh, that was amazing. I did not think that Kirby would do that. Uh, I was wrong. So. 
hat, hat tip to Andy. That was uh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I feel like that was like Andy's foresight from having a you know high school college uh, sorry high school football coaching experience. So um, hat tip to to seeing that one coming, but. That was definitely surprising. I did not expect – if they were like pulled something like that against Alabama, like I definitely would have seen that that kind of wrinkle. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, let's try it out. But like to pull that out against Charleston Southern, I don't know. That was interesting. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens on the goal line now. But at least it gave something for Alabama to, to think about. Yeah, I don't I, – I, I don't know. I was wrong before, but <laughs> – I kind of feel like the opposite. I kind of feel like, you know what? Eh, it was Charleston Southern. So like, sure, throw it in there. <laughs> I, I don't see us doing that on like a, what I would call it like a meaningful play. Although granted, I mean, it was zero to zero. Uh, I, <laughs> it was the first touchdown. That was, uh, that, that was amazing. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, that was Jordan. That, we, we said that if it happened, it could be kind of like a Heisman moment. And so cer- certainly was. And I, I, I continue to see his name brought up. So I don't know. Maybe Maybe we'll see him kind of actually get into that race um but we, we we had one other thing uh from another listener question so atlanta sean had asked the the long snapper question um and so it was pretty funny that we had talked about him and then we started getting uh some tweets coming in during the game uh, from irks crimson mask uh pointing out that you know number zero the the, the long snapper like stole uh two punt return touchdowns he he was like the guy that made the you know, the last ditch effort and tackled Garris, I think twice, um, which prevented us from hitting the over on coach trail bills, you know, 0.5 special teams TDs. I, I was really convinced and Garris was close uh, twice. Um, I think McConkey almost broke one as well. So we were right there. Uh, you know, did not quite make that one, but that was pretty funny too. It was close for sure. Um, <clears throat> but in general, you know, um, just a fun day, you know, senior day, honor the seniors, um, you know, the Jordan Davis, uh, directing the band, you know, after the game, uh, and not just directing the band, but became an honorary member of the Redcoats. Um, that was pretty cool. Got a, got a plaque. Uh, and from what I've read online, it seems that his directing was actually pretty good. Like he was on tempo and things like that. So I don't know. That, that, that's fun to see. <laughs> The last guy I can remember directing the band was Bobo in 97, but I don't think he took it as seriously as, as Jordan Davis did. <laughs> uh, Jordan, Jordan attacked the day with, with, with vigor. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't know, just kind of going back through, through, through the game, um, you know, a couple of other things, like we did see the return of Don Blaylock. Like that was one of our questions, you know, Kirby was hopeful. On, on Blaylock and we actually did see him. I saw some like differing reports of when he re-entered the game. I actually saw some people saying that he was in there in the first half, but wearing a different Jersey. Um, I didn't notice that. I definitely saw him in the second half wearing number eight. Uh, so I'm not really sure exactly when he came in, but you know, he came back, hmm. played some special teams, got his first catch. Um, that was definitely nice to see. I don't know how much of a contributor he'll be able to be. For the you know remainder of the season, that's kind of TBD. But at least good to see him get back out there. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't recall. I definitely don't recall seeing him in a different number. I, I, I hadn't seen any reports like that. That's interesting. Yeah, somebody said it was like one of the beat writers tweeted during the game, like during the first half. Sorry, during the first half, that Blaylock was on the field and that he was wearing eighty three. Um, 
So hmm. I don't know if that was right or not. I don't know. I, I definitely saw him in the second half wearing eight. Um, I don't know. I, I never saw anyone kind of go back to that. So I don't, maybe they were mistaken <laughs> in the first half. Yeah. It's kind of random. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was nice. Um, I don't know. We, uh, let's see. I know like I was really bullish on, or was I bearish? I always get that mixed up. I don't know what I was. I thought we were going to hit the over on coaches, uh, you know, passing yards and rushing yards over under. And I think we were under on both. So you were right on both of those. You, um, and I feel like it was because of your analysis of taking starting field position into account, which I did not do. Because <laughs> <laughs> like we did have good field position, right? I mean, we had so many good kick returns. Um, we had pretty nice field positions. That's so, true. Because um, we did, you know, we got, let's see, we had 255 yards passing altogether and we had 233 yards rushing. So we were pretty close on both of them. Um, and I do feel like we definitely saw Zeus return to form. I mean, I know lower level of composition, but he looked a lot more like himself in this game. He did. Zeus was Zeus was a beast, and you know James Cook looked good. I mean, we were averaging seven point three yards per per rush. Um, you know, it seemed like it was a good day at the office for the for the running backs for sure. Um, I mean, Brock Bowers got an end around. Uh, we got to see <laughs> yeah. some some Dejan Edwards, um, who I believe will be you know one of the guys to to watch for the future. Kenny McIntosh, Kenny had a great game. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fun to fun to watch him kind of get some get some action, um, yeah. And obviously the quarterback situation, um, you know, we had some <laughs> Brock Vandegrift at least attempted one pass, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, right? But it was kind of a mixed bag, you know. On the other side of the on the other side of the table, you know, the passing game, you know, granted, you know, two hundred fifty five yards, four touchdowns, but the two interceptions were. Um, you know, were frustrating. So, so Stetson had the, had the INT and we were all kind of like, what the heck? Like, was the ball tipped? I can't even remember. Um, it was tipped. When it happened, I definitely yelled at my TV. Um, <laughs> who was he throwing right. to? Uh, but yeah, it, it was tipped. It was tipped. Yeah. So <clears throat> you hate to see that. The, the Beck interception was just, a silly play in my opinion. It was just bad decision on his mm. part to throw it into like what yeah. appeared to be like quadruple, triple coverage or whatever. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. There was, there was, it was a good, it was a good day for the the dogs obviously, but they the questions are still kind of out there with the, the, the passing game. You know, I didn't see enough from any of the quarterbacks to say, yeah, they should definitely be starting instead of Stetson. So that's probably, you know, par for the course, particularly since like, you know, as we're, as if Brock Vandergriff's out on the field, the chances of our starters being out there are probably pretty slim. Uh, I think we were talking about that on the text thread that, you know, uh, you know, Jermaine Burton probably catches one of those balls that gets thrown up to, to one of the the backup receivers. So um, I don't know. It's hard to really make any true, like, like true, analysis on the quarterbacking but it certainly was a question mark yeah i agree yeah i I think i had said that (laughs) when we were texting about um some of the there was certainly one kind of i don't know i guess looked like an overthrow on a deep ball by jt and 
I do think that's completed if it's Jermaine Burton going out for that pass. So I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely hard to tell, right? Because when the backup comes in and then you're operating with not the starters around you anymore, hard to tell. Um, so yeah, I didn't see anything jump off. I mean, I felt like um, even Stetson was a bit off. Um, but I mean, whatever. If you're going to have an off day, I guess Charleston Southern is is a good day to to have that. I mean, they were so overmatched. <laughs> you can't yeah. really glean much what from are we that anywhere. 69 plays? Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Not really a whole lot you can complain about. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Uh, and then, like, you know, if you look at, uh, I was going to say, like, with our, uh, like, score predictions and such. So, let's say you had 58 to 3. I had 52 to 3. It was fifty six to seven. So I'll I'll definitely give it to you you on this one. You were very you were right there, um, and I mean it probably should have just been a straight out straight shutout. I mean we've got to talk yeah. about their touchdown. I mean their touchdown. Yes. <laughs> like what the heck? Um, and so for me, I didn't even really experience it. And it sounds like this may have just been been a me thing because I know I asked you and you said this did not happen to you. But my feed like went out on my stream, so like. I, I like their quarterback threw the ball and while it was in the air, my, my feed went to like a green screen and I was like, ah, what happened? You know, we lost the feed. And then when it came to their guy was in the end zone, you know, and I, and they had scored. And I was like, Oh man, like what the heck, how, how in the world did we get the touchdown? And then like, I could not have imagined like when they went to the replay and showed what happened, I was like, that's what I missed. Like I was just expecting like, <laughs> you know, blown coverage or something, not interception, Fumble, touchdown. Fumble, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I've ever seen anything quite like that. Uh, that was nuts. So that was a total garbage play. Um, but whatever. I mean, yeah. Definitely counts against the defense. I mean, the defense gave that up. Uh, it was weird. You got to secure the ball there, Sorry, You got to secure the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was... I don't know, but again, uh, just a weird kind of fluky thing. Um, I was kind of looking back through my notes. Uh, we did, uh, I know I, I, I said a push for JT enters his game in the second quarter. Um, and that was accurate. So that, that is when he came in. Um, I did feel like the starters played a little longer than I would have wanted them to, but it didn't end up to matter at all. Uh, you know, we didn't have any injuries um coming out of this game or anything i know we did have like so there was still what still no salier um also chris smith didn't play in this game i don't even think we had talked about i don't feel like we were aware of that heading in but he i guess like banged his leg with someone in practice um but sounds like nothing major and then we also did not see um we didn't see nolan smith in this game but that was to be expected um so i don't know all in all you know uh I did eat. I had my cupcakes. So <laughs> I did. I, I, so shout out to Fletcher Proctor for that question. Uh, I had honey buns. I had a honey bun with my coffee for breakfast, and then uh, instead of my girls, and then uh, the three of us, we all had a chocolate cupcake to celebrate the the win over the cupcake post game. So, <laughs> and, and they, and they, they, think? they well, they one hundred percent were like, "Mom has never let us have these." <laughs> <laughs> um which lily was lily kept being like it's so much sugar like this is bad for us 
Uh, it was pretty funny. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like they've had them before. I feel like they were lying, but whatever. But they they enjoyed Thor- it. They did they did say they were good. So they liked it. Thoroughly brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. I'm sure that the next game next game comes around, they'll be like, Can we get those cupcakes? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, I still kind of disappointed in my grocery store because they were sold out of the Swiss cake rolls. I, I totally, that's what I, I wanted. But uh, uh, I feel like that not being there is what led to me also purchasing the honey buns, which was a little ridiculous. Um, those are already gone. Uh, we've eaten all of those. There are some chocolate cupcakes that are that are still left at this point. So, uh, right, right. I have to, I don't know, uh, continue eating those this next weekend. Um I don't, I don't really have anything else to say about the game. Um, trying to think. Uh, I don't know. It, it seemed like it was a beautiful day, and um, I don't, can't really ask for anything more on a cup, cupcake day like that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really have anything else additional. Um, obviously, you know, we we were able to dip into some of the, you know, some of the secondary players, um, getting some of our you know, some of our underclassmen, some, some playing time. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that it was overall exactly what we expected. Um, nobody was able to, to hang around. There wasn't like any kind of surprise hangovers or anything like that. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, overall just a pretty good warm up, nice little relaxing game for, for everybody, for the seniors, celebrate the seniors coming, coming back out. Um, the, the experience with with Jordan Davis, you know, leading the leading the band was was probably my favorite highlight of the of the day. Yeah. Um, so, and I know um, I know Scott got some Scott Duvall got some some great pictures that he was posting online that was pretty cool to to see since we were able to go um, to at least get a glimpse of some of the some of the game day action. So overall, great great game. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, as Scott's pictures were amazing. Everyone should be following Scott, uh, regardless. But his uh, his photography is is excellent. Uh, I feel like he really captured the day really well. Um, I will say, like, I don't know. We could move on from the game, I guess. There, there are a couple of things that happened since, like, you know, because we record pretty early during the week. So a couple of things happened between when we recorded and then when the game started. Um, so one of those was the. Kirby's leaked Florida halftime speech. You know, that hadn't happened yet when we were, when we recorded. Um, <laughs> I love it. I loved every minute of it. And I don't, I don't know. I guess some people got kind of up in arms about it. Um, I didn't really see – I've heard people say that, but I didn't really see anyone complaining about it, like on my Twitter feed and, and such. But um, I don't know. I know we shared it. I shared it with a bunch of friends. A buddy of mine texted me like the day after. I was like – I just watched that video again before I went to work. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just getting my day started. Uh, man, it was, it was awesome. So whatever. I, I think the only question to me is like, when things like that get leaked is like, is it like who leaked it? Was it kind of intentional? Like, does anyone care that it was leaked? Kind of thing. That's more my, my question, but I, I thought it was pretty awesome. I didn't have any issues with it. I mean, it's a football locker room. Like what do you, what do you think goes on in there? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, obviously it was. I actually think part of me feels like it was a a, a planned release, <laughs> yeah. just because. Yeah. I feel like that they knew what they had there. Um, that everybody gets fired up about it, and we're also in pretty crux timeline for recruiting. Um, 
everybody everybody is getting a lot of noise. And when I and when I say everybody, like you know, all these recruits that are trying to figure out where they want to go to school, if they want to stick with their current team, which you know, as as we've seen, Kirby's been it's flip season uh, at the University of Georgia right now. Uh, the way that they've been flipping players that are committed uh, elsewhere. I mean, Dan Mullen gets fired, which I know we'll probably talk about that, but Dan Mullen gets fired and. He flips one of their top recruits the same day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that I think that there's probably a little bit of like, let's 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 release this into the ether um, and see what happens. And they knew that it was going to be a pretty positive thing, but yeah. I don't know. I either way, it was amazing. <laughs> well, so one of the things I know we had talked about was like, how was Mary Beth going to feel about it? And you know, there were some articles that came out with quotes from Mary Beth Smart. So since like the articles came back, came out, like I was like, well, I guess I know she was on 960 and I, I, I hadn't listened to it. And so I went back and listened. So uh, you can, it's on like the 960 The Ref app or it's on their site. Um, and so that was with Logan. So like Logan Booker, you know, has the morning show with David, David Johnson and they have um, Russ right. Tanner on, on Friday mornings and, and Russ got Mary Beth to come on. So the, the segment's about like 45 minutes. Um, you can hear on the website. It, it is awesome. So I highly recommend it for anyone to listen to the segment if you haven't. Um, but the funny thing is, so we were kind of saying like, you know, she kind of gave out that info about like that uh, around like how close Kirby was or they were to accepting the South Carolina job, right? Back, back when, right. back when all that was going down. And she said that, you know, really revealed that like the South Carolina, I think president and AD were like in their kitchen when they found out that, that Rick had been let go from Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. So we're kind of thinking like, ooh, like payback for for his rant. But if you listen to the whole thing, Mary Beth says that like she played the audio for their kids and that the kids were like dying laughing and that they thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So she was, like, she was like, you know, great parenting here, but uh, I let our kids listen to it. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. That was awesome. I love that. So yeah, I'll, I'll put a, maybe a link. Uh, to that interview like in the show notes or tweet out for the podcast or something because um, it's definitely good it's it's lengthy like it was like 45 minutes uh but it was awesome i, I listened to it over the weekend so that was yeah. highly highly recommend that um but yeah you foreshadowed to my other thing so you know <laughs> we, we have to now like redo uh our memes well first we had we were worried about just redoing the memes and now like we don't get to use some of them until mullen gets another another job so I mean, you know, so Jim, well, you gotta. I don't know you know, what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do with all these gifts. I don't know what I'm gonna do with all these gifts now. So many gifts. It. You like unloaded <laughs> all of them on that one thread. Uh, that was amazing. <laughs> I did. Uh, but Might like, well you use know, them all. Exactly. But fa la 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 Lorda. Uh, I mean, again, you know, we did feel like they weren't gonna have the greatest season. Uh, but I definitely nowhere would I've imagined they would have lost six, six games, you know, not even be bowl eligible heading into the finale against Florida state. I mean, they've got to beat Florida state to make a bowl game. Um, I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked that it was that many at this point. Like, you know, I'm not shocked now that they lost again. Like kind of, I was kind of like, man, are they even going to beat Missouri? You know, at, you know, based on the way things had gone. But if you had told me before the season that, that they were going to lose six games, um, you know, like saying they were gonna they were gonna go eight and four is a lot different than sitting here at five and six. So I don't know. I kind of wish they didn't lose that game because now Mullen's gone. I would have liked him to stick around. 
Yeah, no kidding. We were hoping that he was going to get a, a nice little extension. But, I mean, I guess the thing that I'm, I'm in my mind, if, if I'm the university, like, the athletic director's got to go too. Because, mm. like, we, they allowed Mullen to make a coaching decision and then a week later, they just fired him. Like, I don't understand. Like, what was it that they were looking for that they didn't see mm-hmm. in, in all of this? You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that there's a failure of, of leadership on the athletic director's part. So, like, it wouldn't surprise me to see, you know, Florida looking for a new athletic director not too long from now. But um, the decisions that are all associated with that coaching situation are just baffling to me because – I I don't think that you saw anything like I don't think that we saw anything that we didn't already know in the last several games with them to warrant have keeping him around more than a couple of more games. Um, I just don't, I don't don't know. (laughs) I almost feel like that we like all combined in our clowning efforts probably made that situation worse from a political pressure standpoint where it was like they just got sick of seeing all the memes and the clowning going on that uh that they were just like all right it's almost like one of those like politics moves where it's like the major league baseball like has to pull the all-star game from from the braves because of politics there's just so much noise happening in the media world (laughs) so yeah i mean i I don't know i think ultimately like you know, like that Twitter space that was going on Saturday night, like the fire Mullen thing. I mean, and I, you know, I don't, didn't know any of those guys that were in there, but it was pretty funny to listen to. But like in general, you know, if, if those guys are that upset, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's all about money, right? So I'm sure the big, the big, the big boosters uh, for Florida had had enough. I mean, you know, that's the same thing that happens everywhere, right? When, once you lose those guys, you, you've lost everything. So I would imagine it's that, It'll be interesting to watch. I mean, you know, they're definitely not the only team looking for a coach. And I know we saw some like reports that they may be looking at Napier. I, I you know, I don't think anything has officially come out there yet. So we'll, we, we shall see, but you know, they're one of many. Um, so I don't know. We'll see if it, if it pays off for them, you know, if they can get anyone to do anything better than, than Mullen, we'll see. I definitely would have liked him to stick around because I felt like, Kirby kind of owned him, but it is what it is. He has owned him, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. They just seem like they're churning through coaches. And trust me, as a, as a fan of Manchester United, who also incidentally fired their coach on Sunday morning, um, yeah, uh, it's and and that's another another situation that I sympathize with the, the Gator the Gator fans because you had a couple coaches with you know some. One, one legendary coach and one coach that had some success, you know, briefly. Mm. And then they've just been churning through coaches ever since. So, like, I get it. Yeah. Like, it's it's a frustrating experience. But fortunately, we do not have such a problem at the University of Georgia. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but I guess the last thing that happened over, over the weekend was we, you know, it is official. You know, Alabama clinched the West, uh, although not without some difficulty. In that Arkansas game, um, I think Arkansas kind of gave them all they could handle, uh, but they pulled out the seven-point win. So we do officially now know that it will be Georgia versus Alabama for the SEC championship. Um, and I think at least for a spot in the playoff for Alabama, I think Georgia's in either way. 
Um, so I don't know. So that's, that's, that's set up. And, you know, uh, everybody wants to talk about, talk about that, but I'm going to say, I'm going to at least try to limit, talk about that when we talk about Georgia tech, um, when we preview that game, uh, because I'm not, I'm not one to look ahead, but, um, it's out there now. Right. So we know that'll be there. So. Yeah, I think that everybody kind of expected it. I mean, it was all but guaranteed. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I think that it was interesting, like you said, seeing a motivated team um, against Alabama. They were at home too. So, like, Arkansas gave them everything that they can handle at home. Right. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It was. Uh, it was definitely interesting to see because we got back to the hotel for from the soccer tournament. I basically turned on the TV. I didn't really watch it hardly anything after the uh, after the after the the Georgia game, mm-hmm. and I was at in soccer you know tournament mode. And then we went to dinner afterwards and walked around and all that kind of stuff. Like kind of hung out. Didn't really see a whole lot of college football action. Was following some of the tweets and texts, but like still had no idea what was going on. I got back and turned on the TV, and it was the, Alabama was in the victory formation, and it was yeah. like, whoa! <laughs> Even Carter stood up. He says, "Whoa, they almost won!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they cut it to seven. I think like twice, you know, towards the end. Um, although you know the last the last touchdown, like Alabama was at fourteen, and Arkansas scored within like the last minute, right, and then tried to onside. Didn't get it, and then Alabama went to the victory formation. So, but it was it was close. It was close. Arkansas played a good game. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I think I, I think that about does it. Uh, like we said, you know, cupcake game, senior day, great day, um, really for everyone involved. Always good when you come out of a game like that with no injuries or you know no new injuries. Yeah. Um, Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we can come out of the next game without any. Uh, you know, without any suspensions or injuries and things like that. That's that's kind of what we're looking at moving forward now is just mm-hmm. keep everybody healthy, keep everybody out of trouble. Um, no headlines or good headlines for in in this case. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you got to watch uh, out for the Jackets. I mean, they that's what they do. They lie and they cheat. So, <laughs> Well, and then you also have other things like, you know, we also have since we know our destination and, you know, all, by all intents purposes, you know, we've got an, another bye week coming up this weekend, uh, which I know we'll talk yeah. about. But, you know, other other things to to kind of, you know, look for this weekend, you know, we got, you know, Cincinnati's got a big game coming up on Friday, um, yeah. you know, a potential trap game for them against East Carolina. You got. Um, we saw Oregon fall in dramatic fashion. Um, so there's still, there's still a lot that could potentially happen in the, in the, as, as the college play, football playoff kind of plays out here. So, you know, it's nice for us to sit back from our perch and just kind of watch the, the peasants kind of fight amongst the scraps. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like if you think back to like when Alabama lost that game and like we moved into number one and like it was such a big deal. And now here we are just kind of going from week to week. It's just like, yeah, yeah, we're number one. Like we don't even talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. Like it just kind of is what it is. Uh, which is which is a great. Just enjoying the ride. Yeah, it's a great place to be in. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back soon uh, to preview uh, clean old fashioned hate. Um, but until then, uh, go dogs. Go dogs.